0: On, radio. On
1: radio. More of the good stuff.com
2: Good morning. It is our favourite day of the week because it's Wednesday, the fourth Wednesday of this March. I cannot cope that next week is April. Hey Miss Prue? Why can't you cope? Oh, time. Time. Look, look, it's my birthday month. We all have to
0: be excited. Oh a- Co- is April, your birthday it's- month? Collie and myself, it's our <sighs> birthday month. So we are okay. so excited! Okay,
2: yay! Okay, so <laughs> welcome to Rookies and Rockstars. We are very excited to be here. Unfortunately, Carly couldn't make it. She's on mom duty. Mm-hmm. Um, so duty calls. Uh, it's um, it's break. It's breakup day already. Exactly. That's the so, craziness that goes with the time. Yeah.
0: Mental. Exactly. So now the sc- the kids are going back home for like school holiday holidays, isn't it? Yeah. For the next week or so,
2: which is so awesome. Well, uh, black kids do you mean like to home, home home not home home I'm like confused. uh from uh from
0: uh, 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 uh
2: <laughs> from primary <laughs>
0: primary schools are closing yeah so um Kids are actually gonna be. I oh, do no, know. Yeah, sorry. I thought days. you meant
2: like you know when you go no, no, home, no, no, like to see no, no, go no. and
0: whatever. And auntie yeah, and mamas. No, exactly. no, 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 not that.
2: Okay, cool. Uh, Our so schools are closing. It's it's the fourth Wednesday of the month, which means it's me management time, mm-hmm. which is probably my favorite. My favorite too, actually. Yeah, because I just don't think that people are doing it enough, mm-hmm. and we've got some we, we've got a wonderful guest to start us off. Um, Dr. Stephen Gullen is with us, and. I just think based on, on what, where he started and his journey and, and how he, you know, facilitates everything that he does with people, with, oh, he's going to tell us about it. But I mean, it's, yeah. it's so cool to understand how we can do more of this. So welcome, mm-hmm. Stephen.
3: Thank you, Jade. It's lovely to be here and even lovelier to have the opportunity to chat with some of your listeners. Maybe we can leave them with something that they can get some value from today.
0: Awesome. awesome So we'd like to know more About um, your journey Where you started And what it is That you basically do
3: So you're speaking about After my mother Gave birth to me I After think. Exactly Just, uh, just
0: after <laughs> There's a couple of seconds after Wow well, you know I started
3: pretty early on When I was about 11 years old I began the martial arts And um, I really enjoyed it Because what it offered me Was a chance to explore Some other ways of thinking To discover different forms Of concentrating Even to come across The Art of Meditation And it really prompted me to begin a lifelong journey Of self-discovery and empowerment Right through from then I've been on a journey I was fortunate enough to go into boarding school And I had the opportunity to fall in love with reading Which was quite a thing because in those days We didn't have as much television as we do today And it's a passion that I think has really stood me well in life Um, And through reading I've had the opportunity to visit so many different worlds, you know, I, I look at books as windows into worlds. And so from 11 with martial arts into the gift that I had with reading, uh, I just started to grow and develop myself and become passionate about life and learning and, and discovery. I then went on and after school I started a very successful business. I went on and paid for myself to do some studies. I eventually did my master's in psychology. And then finished my PhD, a doctorate in philosophy. So I'm supposed to know a whole lot of stuff. And (laughs) um, after 20 years of education, seven Mm -hmm. years of primary school, five years of high school, six years of university, it's 20 years of education. And at the end of 20 years of education, I was really supposed to know some stuff. And frankly, I do. I can speak for days. (laughs) Uh, But it's not the kind of stuff that makes a difference. It's not the kind of stuff that alters us fundamentally as a human being. It's just the acquiring of knowledge and and information. And I found that there has to be something beyond just the acquiring of knowledge that makes a difference in our lives. And the kind of way I think of it is something like to become competent in something, we have to acquire knowledge, like reading a book on on uh, buying a book by Jamie Oliver, Nigella Lawson will make us a better cook, will teach us the fundamentals of cooking, going on a computer course will teach us how to operate a computer. But to go beyond that, to become the next Jamie Oliver, to become the next Bill Gates, is something beyond just acquiring of knowledge. And that was something that started the beginning of my journey. How do we move from just information and knowledge into the stuff that really alters us fundamentally as human beings.
2: And when you were deciding what to study, how did you decide that path at the time?
3: Well, that's interesting because initially I started my studies on psychology and I started because I think I've been fascinated at myself, not myself as a, a personality, but myself as a human being and all the intricacies and, you know, all the battles we have with ourselves and all the adventures we go on in our minds and in our lives. And, and so I was fascinated with who we are as human beings, and I thought that psychology would give me an inroad into an understanding and an, an access into more of that for myself. And then along the journey of that, after I finished my master's, I discovered that that, in fact, is not really what I wanted I was looking for something that was beyond just the functioning of the mind, but rather into who we are as human beings. And so, I changed my postgrad to, um, psych- to philosophy, and did my PhD in philosophy, which, strangely enough, also just opened another door. And um, and the, the training and educational programs that are often are really an evolution of of that train of thinking and learning and discovery.
2: Sure. And I, and I think that it's, I mean, I know that now you're focused probably a little bit more on lifestyle than you are around the intricacies of, PA, of philosophy and psychology. Explain how you've segmented that to yourself and how that impacts what you do.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I um, I, I the, the things that I do and the educational programs that I run are not psychological and are not philosophical. In the same way, I've studied uh, every single year. I acquire a new skill from NLP to hypnosis to coaching to you know, just different. One day, a year I even did my pilot's license. Uh, unrelated <laughs> things, but just things to learn, wow. and go, and develop. So, Overachiever. <laughs> definitely way <laughs> over well, it's, it's three hundred and sixty five days in a year. We might as well use them up mm. sure and strangely not um i'm I'm very committed to rest and recuperation and me time and time to recharge my battery, but at the same time i've, I've got i think we're one off events, and you know, I often say to people you're a once off event your life is a once off event this is it there's no second chance there's no comeback there's no we don't have another opportunity we're once off events Mm. and to Mm. get the most out of that life um, this is it so we have to
0: So what I want to know is, um, maybe you can give us some tips. Like if you have a hectic lifestyle and you really need that break to meditate and reflect on yourself, what are the steps that we can take to say, you know what, okay, fine, I've been working so hard, now it's time for me to start meditating. Are there any steps that we can follow?
3: Look, meditation itself is such a broad and I I misunderstood concept that if we had to just exchange the word meditation and use something like mindfulness or relaxation, because I think some people are a little bit touchy around the meditation. Mm. They're kind of like, Mm. you know, is it, is it spiritual or is it esoteric? No, it's nothing like that. It's, it's a life skill. So if we, if we replace it with mindfulness or relaxation or awareness training or something of that nature, but to answer your question, it really is how do we just step back from the outside, from what's going on on the outside, Mm, and just mm -hmm. realign ourselves with what's important inside? How do we catch our breath? How do we stop and notice our children amongst running around trying to get their school lunches ready? How do we notice our wives or husbands or lovers amongst the rush of getting to the office or getting back and paying the bills at the end of the month? How do we notice the gift that our parents are in our lives and the opportunities that they've presented to us? Whilst we are still being either handling, looking after them, or being looked after them, and we get so caught up in the busyness of life, you know, I read this fabulous saying: it was, um, "Beware of the beware of the busy life," and we really do. I think we we, we worship a busy life. It's kind mm-hmm. of like the busier you are, the busier you are, the more important you are. The busier yeah. you are, the busier you are, the more valuable you are. The busier you are, the more worthwhile you are. And for people just to stop and be able to. Draw a moment and really find themselves in the center of that storm is mm. just by itself hugely empowering. So, maybe, maybe, um, maybe your listeners right now, just where we are right now with whatever you're doing, whatever you're doing right now, if we could just, just for yourself, just stop and become aware of your breathing, of the breathing that's coming in and out, to become aware of your environment around you, the room that you're in, colors, any plants, people that you're with. Do those people offer you opportunity in your life? What gift are they in your life? How grateful are you for the opportunities that you have presented? How about your health? Are you in pain right now? If not, it's a wonderful thing we often take for granted. What about our thoughts and our feelings? Are we aware of your thoughts? What thoughts pass through your mind at this time and what feelings? So this kind of just stepping back for a moment and taking opportunity (laughs) just to grasp yourself, just to take a moment and find yourself in that stream, in that storm, just by itself. Mm-hmm. It's a charge. It's a place. It's like, it's like sitting at a lake at a beautiful sunset. And we can go there any time. I think Look,
0: we should I keep ste- te- 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 him exactly. here forever. <laughs> I actually just stepped out of um, this whole space and I was actually going in as you're explaining. It's actually quite profound.
2: I think my little baby's like, Mom, Mom, <laughs> you need right to now? do more of that. That's the most relaxed you've been in four months, Mom. <laughs> my baby's American now. Did you pick oh up my on gosh. that? <laughs> exactly.
3: Um, no, but,
2: Steve, just in terms of people who have never thought about what you've just said, so the CEOs, not even the CEOs, other people who are the receptionists who are freaking out about their workload or their children or whatever, Doing those things is wonderful, but going back to Miss Prue's question, how do we start to practice it? How do we actually start to action those things? Because I think we all think about it, but what is your like recommendation on how you start slowly and develop into actually end up having like an hour a week for? For time out or whatever it is How do we do it?
3: Well it definitely starts with a commitment to ourselves To our own life To the time that we have To our health Our our mental health Our emotional health Our physical health Our our spiritual health The health of, of our lives in every way And once a person can kind of make a little bit of a commitment to Okay look I need to take care of myself If I'm going to be healthy If I'm going to enjoy my life and enjoy my day I need to be able to just step out from it And then find a practice that works for you there are many out there And um, you know, you can learn about mindfulness You can go on a meditation retreat or course um, Of course you can attend one of my programs And um, If you do those kind of things They offer you an opportunity for learning An opportunity to develop some kind of practice
0: Can you tell us more about Your, your, your programs Because you keep bringing it up And now I'm really interested I'd like to attend one
3: Yeah, absolutely Thank you And I invite you You're very welcome oh, Lovely to have you <laughs> Um, My programs run over Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, two evenings and two days. And what they are is a laboratory or an intensive or an opportunity just to stop and align ourselves with values, what's important, and to discover certain skills or tools or techniques that will bring about exactly the kind of results that I'm speaking about. There are opportunities to not just practice, but to actually learn to ride the bicycle. It's kind of like... Jade mentioned earlier What do people need to do to practice What do people need to do And I think that we're so pressured in a busy life That a lot of people here, Listen, you're telling me I need to do another thing To become more relaxed I need to be more busy to become more relaxed I need to fill my life with another commitment When I'm really concerned that I have too many commitments already So the programs that I developed Are an opportunity that in that weekend To really make that shift in your life To be able to find that central point in yourself To be able to find that point of relaxation Of purpose, of strength And then you've got it for the rest of your life
0: do you, do you ever do individual like One on one sessions Or is it basically you speaking to a community of people
3: Yes I do very little coaching I used to do a fair amount um, But I find that I just simply don't have the time anymore And the programs that I've developed is, Are designed to s- Assist as many people as possible So the programs that are run Are run in a group environment Although it's individual for each person In the group And I run the programs in Joburg, Durban, Cape Town And even in London
2: Oh, wow. And what would you say is the biggest problem in our country at the moment to prevent people from having this downtime?
3: I think it's the design of people's lives, the, the fundamental assumptions that people have about what life is about. That life is about busyness. It's about the acquiring of possessions. It's about getting somewhere as quick as you can and in the hopes that when you get there, you'll be happy. It's, it's, it's simply the opposite of life's a journey. People are focused on the destination, the result, and it's that over-anxiety or stress on getting it right, having it perfectly, reaching somewhere so that eventually they'll be safe, secure, peaceful, happy, content, successful, fulfilled. That robs them of their moment-to-moment life. And that's that's what we have. We have now. This is the moment that we have for life. Mm. But we all kind of have the sense that the weekend will be better. School holidays, mm. how like upon us? I laughed when I heard you saying that people are going <laughs> home. I don't know who's having the holiday now, the teachers or the parents, it. now the kids are at home, <laughs> the parents are off their holidays. Exactly. And it's that focus on being so results orientated that robs us of the actual joy of the journey
0: like you said earlier we, we we have like 365 days in a year and we all have to make we have to make them um useful so i guess that's what people are doing now like trying to make sure that every second count every day counts so that when they die or pass on then they have something to leave behind but we also still need to st- sit back and actually think you know what um this is my me time like you said we need to um look at the room look at the paintings in the room um be quiet and just reflect
2: Mm, exactly, and how often do you interact with people who confuse activity with thinking they're busy, but they're they're really not productive at all?
3: Look, if if you want to say how often, I've got to admit, every single day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> really? <laughs> isn't, everybody, isn't everybody? Isn't mm-hmm.
3: everybody focused on so busy trying to get enough money to pay the bills, get enough to make life work? Have enough time to spend time together. Make sure that they just don't moment that they don't appreciate and notice the passing of our lives. Mm. So sadly, it's every day. It's every day. As I walk around shopping centres, and if I pop around to the post office or bank or wherever I'm going, I notice people in a rush. In a rush. Uh, uh, Sadly, they're afraid to even look at me. They're Mm. in such a rush that there's a there's a, uh, a a suspicious and a cynicism and a fear and a concern, that people have got their heads down and they're rushing through life to get somewhere. And they're afraid. They're afraid of who they're going to come across or what that person might ask them for. And it robs them of actually experiencing new people and experiencing people around us and experiencing the life around us. And
2: what do you notice in a person's lifestyle who does take the time to have the self-reflection or the me time or whatever they want to call it compared to the people who are just mentally busy and don't even, wouldn't even give it a second thought?
3: Well, it's the kind of things that people don't pay a lot of attention to, unfortunately. It's uh, things like peace, a peacefulness, a peaceful state of mind, a peaceful state of heart, a relaxation, a ease, regardless of the circumstances. That even in an uncomfortable situation or situations that they're not used to, they can, Find an inner peace and calm within themselves Happiness happiness, Much underrated by our culture People are willing to invest a lot In their time and money and resources Into things But they really invest very little in happiness People that have this Have a noticeable higher Amount of happiness Inside of themselves They can appreciate small moments in time Appreciate small things in life And so they experience greater happiness Peace, happiness, power personal power, empowerment, to feel that one has an influence on the world and one's environment, that one can make a difference inside of the world one lives, that one's not a result of or in effect of everything that's rushing around inside the storm. So these are some of the things, peace, happiness, power, a greater capacity to love, give and receive love, an openness, an openness to experience people and life, even the difficult aspects of life. So this is what's traditionally called soft skills or unquantifiables. But these are the kind of things that people lie awake at night with. This this is the Dalai Lama they said all it is at the end of the day that people are looking for is peace. Peace of mind, mm. peace of spirit, peace of heart. So mm-hmm. to acquire that, to find that, to to, to have an inner well with that one can draw for that. That's really some of them some of the real differences that, that you can experience these great people these great people that have tapped into these resources within themselves these are the kind of things that pour out of them
0: i found that um with our our day and age we have a lot of people say they're busy just because they're posting stuff on social media, um, you know, pictures and tweets and whatnot, when, when in actual fact they're, they're not really busy because, um, that time could be used up for something else. So do you think that social, the, the social media has like a huge impact on the way a person, um, thinks about being busy? Like their perception of being busy?
3: Yes, I think that it does in a huge way. I think there's two aspects for it that I've experienced. One is that life, and especially for younger people, life is becoming a post, how they present presented, a picture to the world. And mm. that if it looks good on the twitter tweet or it looks good on the facebook post then that's what's important and it just pays more and more attention to looking good that life is about looking good and presenting yourself to people and and presenting yourself to yourself as acceptable and good and it robs us of actually the reality of life that life's not just how it looks it's life is how it's lived so certainly it's around the presentation of life. And secondly, it's a passiveness instead of an active attentive. So if you see, I, you know, I always laugh when I was watching my children watching TV because they lie on the couch, their spine's you know, completely relaxed. A, a gorilla could run between them and the TV and they probably wouldn't <laughs> notice. They really wouldn't. It's a passive attention. It's not an active attention. Mm. And if you know, there are huge values inside of social media, in terms of business, in terms of connecting with people, in terms of making the world a small place, in terms of a global village and getting information out there, it's amazing it brings so much power into our lives, but as a passive retreat from life uh, there's not a single environment that I can walk into where as soon as people are uncomfortable, they whip out that cell phone, they whip out that it's like the modern social shield the the art of a conversation I think people don't even remember that they is an art to conversation. That it's more around um, avoiding people and staying safe. And, and the cell phone has become some kind of modern shield. I love defense. that modern mm. social
2: shield. Hm. Mm. It's true. It's deep. Yeah, it's true. Very. And, and Steve, out of where you are to date and how you've transitioned into more of a lifestyle focus, what is the most rewarding part of what you get to do?
3: The most rewarding part of what I get to do is spend time with people. To access people in the deepest, most profound and intimate way. To share in people's dreams, hopes, even fears in an open, authentic and warm way. For me to experience that with people is hugely privileged. I, I experience that with my children. I experience that with my wife. I experience that with my good friends. And to have that intimacy and that connection and relationship with so many people is an absolutely inspiring gift that I have.
2: That's so awesome. I mean, that is that is it. And do you remember Miss Prue? um, Mm -hmm. Colleen Larson was here two weeks ago, and she Mm -hmm. said to us, she doesn't just want to create events with her with her position and role that she has. She also wants to create an impact. Exactly. And I think that's that's what's missing. I mean, do you feel, um, Steve, that that's what's missing in this country? When, when people are on this Russian chase that you talk of, do you feel that that's what's missing, the, the purpose behind yeah. everything?
3: I think that that's what fundamentally people are looking for is what's the meaning to life? What's my life about? What is my purpose? Do I make a difference? Have I got a contribution to make? It seems pointless if we're going to live 70, 80, God willing, 90 years. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, there's no real contribution. It's kind of look back and go, what was the point? And so people people can only live a great life when they live for something beyond themselves or greater than themselves. That sense of purpose or contribution, I think, lies at the heart of what it is to be human. And if I get enough people and I ask them, what do you want your life to be about? They just want to make a difference. They want to make a difference in their families, in their companies, in their communities, that their life should matter or count for something.
2: Oh, absolutely. So in in line with all the... The refocus and mm-hmm. the reshifting of, of what we need to do We're going to keep you hanging around just a little bit longer If you don't mind us tapping into that fountain of knowledge And we're just going to take a small break Because you know us three here on Rookies and Rockstars We do love the music And we do feel that you need this tune today on your Wednesday So enjoy
3: I think I've had enough
2: I might get
0: a Kanye is the new Hannah featuring, um, McCauley. Paul, Paul McCartney McCartney. McCartney. Sorry uh, about that. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Four or five seconds, and it's an oh, awesome amazing. track. Amazing! I it love is so that song.
2: It so, is so so. Beautiful. It's so chilled for those two artists. Not that common for them. I mean, I know she's done some chilled, uh-huh. calm songs, but for Kanye and her to be in their groove with Paul McCartney, what a privilege for them. Exactly. <sighs> and they've both. But um, Kanye has
0: also done some very calm tracks. So this is just a highlight of what they can do both together, which is awesome. Yay. Right now we've got Charmaine from Three Sixty Mobile Salon. Um she's gonna tell us more about um the health side of um mentally relaxing yourself. So before we start about, before we start with all of that, um I just want to know your
1: journey through um starting your mobile salon. Um, hi and thank you for having me on your show And hi to all your listeners um, Yeah, Um As you mentioned I'm from 360 Mobile Salon, I'm the founder And the CEO of um, 360 And basically how I got into it was I saw that there was a need and definitely a gap For people as you mentioned earlier On Dr. Stephen um, Who are busy, who are stressed for time Who can't get from one appointment to another Stuck in salons and so forth and I thought What if we're to take that and bring it All to you and aid in assisting in your Relaxation and you know That me time where you don't have to worry about the Hustle and bustle of going places stuck In traffic and so forth but everything just Comes to you and literally you can just sit back Relax it's convenient and It it, it just works for you so that Kind of is what motivated um Or led to 360 um, And the idea and It's a concept that I actually developed last year When I was on my MBA and I I got Funding for for it from Dragon's Den Um, wow. And we've been here yeah. <laughs>
0: Amazing. Totally. Yeah.
1: Um so we literally just launched last year and we started operating this year. Um it's been an amazing journey because we're finding that women are, are proving to be very responsive to this. Where it's I mean just just to mention one of our clients last week, she was like, I've just had a baby, I can't go anywhere. But I still want to look good, I still wanna feel good, I still want to look after myself. So this is perfect for me. So that just gives an idea of how um there definitely is a market and there is a growing need for people who want to receive awesome service but still be able to relax um, and do it at home and not have to worry about, you know, appointments and and being in a rush for everything around them.
2: Do you you think, Steve, that there's an opportunity? So they're they're a mobile bar. They're going to the client. Do you think there are some techniques or methods that Charmaine could implement with her staff that they could do whilst... They're there because obviously it's a very different environment to when you go to a spa and it's completely chilled and you do 100% unwind. Are there any things that they could probably add to the experience, do you think?
3: Well, I don't know what the experience is, but I'm pretty sure it's wonderful. Yes, definitely. Um, there are, if they could give us some some um, just a moment to reflect and a moment to just mentally unwind and become aware that – just to separate what they have been doing two minutes ago or five minutes ago from what they are going to be doing for the next half an hour. Just to go, look, I'm now I'm here. I'm gonna put the past behind me. I've put taken this twenty, thirty an hour aside. And this opportunity is an opportunity for me. I turn the phones off. I switch everything off mm. and just to make that separation between what they have been doing and all the pressures and pulls on their life and the time that they have available for themselves. Now, I think it's absolutely wonderful that what you're doing is so great. Instead of rushing through to a spa, having an amazing, relaxing afternoon and then jumping back in peak hour traffic and being completely exactly. wound up by the time you mm. get mm. home, have the spa come to you. That's terrific.
0: I want to know, what are the best um, treatments that you offer for a person that's hectically stressed? Uh, Probably they've been working throughout the day in an office and, like you said, they don't want to be stuck in traffic, but they want
1: a good treatment.
0: So what are the treatments that you offer that are really, really good, that can De-stress the person, put them in a relaxed mode.
1: Okay, I mean, um, we offer an array of services, so we cover all areas under beauty, hair, makeup, nails. Um, but for someone in that situation, I definitely recommend a massage. Always just does you right. It it always fixes most of your problems. Um, we offer hot stone massages, we offer neck massages, head massages, shoulder massages, back massages. Um, so I would definitely recommend maybe having a nice hot stone massage. Um, if you mentioned like you're at the office and you can't do that, have a nice head, neck, and shoulder massage. I'm um, complimented with like a foot massage and a hand massage. And I think it's something that really just allows you to disengage, relax and just like, like Dr. Stephen said, be present in that moment because with the massage, you always find yourself closing your eyes and it's like you're drifting away. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that I would, I would suggest for somebody who's stressed, um, in a fast paced life and environment.
0: You know that those people that are like, ah, oh, but why would I want to do a massage? Yes. Like, why a massage? What's the benefits of uh, of having a massage?
1: Okay. And funny you say that because we always find it's majority of the men who are like that who are like, no, why should I do this? But, um, it calms you. It relaxes you. It relaxes your muscles. And like I said to you, I think once your muscles and your body is relaxed, it, it, it filters through right to your mind. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, it, it calms your mind. It relaxes you and you kind of for that moment, you forget about everything else it's about being present listening to what your body's saying listening to what's happening to your body and just allowing yourself to escape for a moment relax calm yourself de-stress and you really really do feel better after that you feel a lot lighter it eases tension it eases stress so i think those are just some of the benefits that actually come with having massages quite often as as often as you can actually
0: we have a lady today that's Sharon, Sharon, that's going to do a massage on uh, on our lady Jade because Jade has had like a headache week, so they're gonna just demonstrate what it is like having a head um, and neck massage. Uh, okay, so head and neck. Okay, okay so, neck, neck, so neck, neck,
2: neck okay? and shoulder, neck, you, and, neck no. and shoulder. Okay, you can okay cool. neck and shoulder. Cool, I'm in. I've definitely claimed this. Sorry. <laughs> I'm definitely, I've actually decided I wasn't going to milk the pregnancy. And I, there actually are certain days when I'm like, actually, I'm definitely milking this. Oh, this is wonderful. There we go. Exactly. Okay, I won't talk. Carry on, Miss Prue. <laughs> Just don't fall asleep on it. Exactly. Um,
0: so, um, I, I'm glad we're actually having it today because like she, she's, um, she's expecting a baby. So oh, wow. she needs to calm down. She works a hell of a lot. Congratulations. So this, is, so this is one of those things like you said, um the salon comes to you and it helps women like her that really can't go out and um do their work and continue working. Exactly. Exactly. Um what more can you tell us about the, the, the beauty industry? Um like where it is currently? Is it is it is it booming is it going down you know pe- like we said people have a lot of work to do they mm. don't have time to go to salons or they don't have time to do any of those things yeah. do you think it's a booming industry or is it going down or is it level
1: I definitely think that the, the beauty industry In South Africa is is booming um, We're starting to become internationally Competitive, you know, it's an industry that before was, was very informal, was not Taken too seriously, but you're finding people are Making careers out of it, people are thriving Out of it, and it's becoming a respectable Industry that actually contributes economically You know what I mean, so um, I think with all the influences we're getting from the United States, the United Kingdom, we Are becoming more fashionable, we're Becoming more trendy, we're becoming more appealing um, There's different And um, what can I say? There are different segments That are actually coming up In the beauty industry That weren't be- that weren't there before I mean, for example With us with 360 Where we've attached A technological side Or aspect to the business Where we don't want you To worry about Having to phone in Or having to do All of those things We're developing an app Where we web-based business Where you literally Do everything online So if you want a service Quickly go online Book everything Pay And that's, that's literally it So you find that The beauty industry Is also evolving From the, the norms That we're used to Of, okay, I have to phone in and and mm. wait for an appointment, go there, there all of that is changing. Um, so, yeah, I definitely say that in South Africa, the beauty industry is growing um, and it's starting to move in the right direction.
0: Technology is definitely making a lot of things very easy for us. Um, like for Internet, uh, you can book online, like you said, book a spa treatment yes. online and just have it done t- um, at your place. You know what I mean? But I wa- what I wanted to ask you, Steve, is... Um, Do you you feel that maybe physical therapy um, has an influence on mental therapy as well?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I often say, don't you feel wonderful after you've just had a haircut or Mm -hmm. after you buy a beautiful new shirt or blouse or dress Mm -hmm. and you go out, that the impact that our physical body has, that we're a holistic organism, and so the impact that our body has has an impact on our emotions, has an impact on our, the way that we think, has an impact on, our, we're, we're holistic, so we can't separate one from the other. And so, absolutely, it's wonderful to be able to relax your physical body, you feel emotionally less tense, which leads you to thinking more clearly, which is a great thing. There should be more of it. Mm-hmm. I, want, I, I, I hope I'm next in line for the massage. <laughs> 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 That's
2: if Jade won't be Oh hurting. my gosh. This is <laughs> incredible. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I need Sharon. Sharon's coming to my house every day. Oh, my gosh. Now, this is – I can already it, – it, it's so – you know what it is, Steve? I think that we're so forced to kind of be – even I and – and I'm fairly self-aware. I mean, I like to have downtime, and I'm becoming better at it because I probably wasn't a naturally calm child or teenager, um, but definitely seeing the benefits of being a calmer adult. But – Don't you think that people forget about themselves?
3: Yeah, that tension that builds up inside of us, Mm. what happens is we start paying attention to the tension. We start paying attention to the stress, and that makes us more stressful and more tense. And if we can just get that break, just to create a, a, a point of reference, a moment of reprieve, whether it's physically, emotionally, psychologically, it just lets us switch ourselves back on. We need time to heal. You know that that whole thing of healing is it's to be whole again, to make ourselves whole, mm-hmm. physically, emotionally, mentally.
2: Amazing. And mm-hmm. and Charmaine, in terms of. Your spas Well the mobile spas how, how frequently are you doing it in the week how, how is it working at the moment Okay
1: so I mean We're available literally 24-7 um, that's the beauty again of being mobile it's it's not necessarily like we close at some point or you have to wait until we're open if you want us at 6 o'clock at your house if we have availability as in if we have a technician available then we come to you you know so it it really works around you and that's the beauty of it and we're finding we get clients who want us to come through during the week middle of the day because that's when they're available either at work or at home or you know first thing in the morning um, weekends are surprisingly not our busiest times at the moment so yeah it's an interesting interesting dynamic, but I think that's one of the, the coolest things about the mobile salon is we work around you. Whenever you need our services, we make sure we're there.
3: I've seen some fantastic uh, corporate wellness days where they bring yes. Masios in and um, into the office's. Do you do that kind of
1: Absolutely. thing? Absolutely um, Interesting you bring that up Because we actually had um, um, One of those bookings last week At um, a graduate school Where we, they, they booked a service for their students And we went in their service I think about 40 students And it was really amazing In between exams So they did it quickly uh, during lunch They loved it They were so relaxed um, Clear minded it, it just helps you kind of Close off and switch on again And, and be fresh And think differently
2: it is. I mean I can as I said, I can already feel the difference here. So it really is how how are you in, in terms of the corporates, how are you finding if it hasn't been arranged by the corporate and somebody's called you in on their lunch break, do you get funny looks? Do they do people look at you funny when you come in there and someone's getting that done to them?
1: Not at all. What we actually get is, is I think more of a positive response. It's like, Oh wow, well, I want that. That's exactly what happened. So it's, so far it's, it's been positive and it kind of creates a ripple effect where people see something and they're like, I had no idea I could do that. That's actually very smart. Why can't I do that as well for myself? And it's not just massages. It goes through to nails as well, even for the women.
2: Awesome. That's that. I mean, that's, that's really what I think people in general need. And I think that what is nice to hear is that there's men involved as well. Because I think often, Steve, do you, is this something that, is, is happening And do men shy away From self-esteem And the development thereof More than women Are women more open
3: Well I think that men That there is this traditional Macho or masculine mindset And although it's stereotyped It's probably become stereotyped Because there's some validity in it And that you know, Men don't want to sit and have their nails done, perhaps, I can understand. <laughs> I don't know. There might be a few, but perhaps. Um, however, there is a kind of an opening, an, a new opening, that people are becoming more accepting and more open to different and new and beneficial health treatments. And um, I think that in, you know, in countries like America, if someone says, have you been to a therapist? The people have a chat yeah I've been to this therapist he was so fantastic or she was so amazing and in South Africa if you say if you've been to a therapist they go like what's wrong is there something wrong where in South Africa we have this concept that there has to be something wrong with you if you want to go to a therapist or you have to be sick in order to have a massage or have a treatment or you have to be totally stressed before you need to call someone to find a way of relaxing and to, to, you know, have a wonderful massage. But in fact, in the States, if you haven't spoken to a therapist, it's kind of like, you know, why not? What are you avoiding about yourself? What are you afraid mm, you might yeah. find out? And so there's a lot in, in being in, in in these kind of treatments that is as a way of, 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 of rather... Having it done before something becomes stressful, instead of waiting until it becomes stressed and then having the need for it. Mm. And I think men are now, especially people performing at a high level, executives, they're becoming more and more aware of that.
0: Yeah. I wanted to ask Jermaine, um, I asked um, Steve this earlier about how, what steps can you take to learn how to relax by yourself. So if if I want to do it physically to myself, um, if maybe I don't have time to, to call you guys or go out and do something, if I'm at home and I really need to relax myself, but physically, is there anything that I can do? Maybe a hand massage for myself or yes. a neck, touch my neck somewhere. And if so, where can I touch it?
2: Harbus not going to tell you that you're <laughs> taking away the lady's money. Uh, no, we're not. Obviously, it's temporarily because uh,
1: they can do it. Whilst or, you're waiting for us to arrive. While
0: we're waiting for you guys to arrive. <laughs> Exactly,
1: um, I definitely say the hand massages. I've actually started doing that myself, and I find it actually calms me a bit um oil, a bit of oil, a bit of lotion, and just really just just rub your hands, rub your fingers, pull your fingers it's. It, it relaxes you. So I think things like that help. Um, I don't know about massaging your, your shoulders. It's a little bit tricky and I think you might end up in an uncomfortable position. Um, you can give yourself foot massages. Um, again, it can be a little bit tricky, but if you've got like a foot spa, you know, put some oils in there, put some bubbles, put some very warm water and just, yeah, um, allow your feet to soak in there. It helps relax as well. But I think the one thing that always helps by yourself is take a nice hot, hot soak, some bubbles, some salts and just, Relax in a bath Then rub your hands Rub your arms As much as you can And I think that's the best you can do
2: And and talking around that Steve Just what The most important thing for me To understand from you is What do you think Is preventing people From Having the capacity To be kind And invest in themselves What is it that's stopping people From phoning a massage parlor Or any what, What is it?
3: I think it's people's priorities and where their focus lies. That they focus on external events and external priorities and things outside of themselves, and they don't pay enough attention to our, to the internal world. That we don't pay enough attention to ourselves, and not to be self-centered. Not that the world is about me or everything revolves around me, but kind of like uh, I flew to Cape Town the other day, and I was uh, as the air hostess came up, she said, "In the unlikely event of." Now they give you the story of sudden pressure release, then an oxygen mask will fall <laughs> from the ceiling. And I noticed something very profound in what she was saying. She said, please make sure that your own oxygen mask is safely in place before attempting to <gasps> assist fellow passengers. And it was very profound because unless we're okay, we can't really contribute to others. Yeah. Unless we're strong, we can't be strong for others. And yet we're paying all this attention to outside things going on around us And we just don't stop to say, how much attention am I giving myself?
2: But what needs to happen for someone to tell that to themselves?
3: This is the problem. The problem is it's not in our education, it's not in our social, it's not in our our cultural upraising that we should pay attention to ourselves and nurture ourselves. And so there is a changing over the times. There really is if we look at... The authors and the kinds of films that are even coming out that are paying attention to self-development and focus on oneself. There is a movement towards this, but it really is at the beginning.
2: That's so intense. And Charmaine, are you, have you got repeat customers? Um, yeah, we've got a couple of repeat customers. I mean, we only
1: did start operating, um, just over a month ago. Oh, wow. So yeah, most of our, our customers at the moment, um, are all new. But the awesome part, I think for me is the after service where I get to engage with them, find out if they're happy, find out if they'd book us again. And you know, we're finding that majority of them are like, I'm, I'm really, really happy I'd use you guys again. And what we're also finding are referrals. So yeah, I think in about six months, we'll probably have customers who are like, I'm not going anywhere else. <laughs>
0: What are the disadvantages and the advantages of having a mobile spa? You know, it, The thought of maybe being in someone's personal space and you're a woman and you're alone, are those not maybe some disadvantages or how do you guys actually work around
1: that? Okay, I think one of the biggest disadvantages we have is is breaking the norm of what people are used to. So people are used to being stuck in traffic, getting to a salon, having to wait for my stylist to be ready, be frustrated by the time I get my hair done. So for you to try and break that norm is very, very hard and tell them here's a simpler method of doing things and for you to kind of receive you the Service in a much better way um, In terms of basically security What we're finding is now as well Most of our clients are women majority of Them are women majority of our bookings Are during the day so at least it's very Very safe um, and again With our booking processes it's not just You know you book and we deploy and that's it All the bookings are handled on the back end So there is a bit of engagement that happens Between myself and between the customer who Books and you kind of get a Good sense of whether this is a legitimate customer Or this is a chancer so yeah I it, it is a challenge, but luckily it's something that we're managing quite well and we haven't had any issues with it thus far.
2: And just very quickly, what was it like? What was your journey like with Dragon's Den? Aha, wow, it was <laughs>
1: nerve-wracking. Hey? I think I, I did it because I was like, let's just go. I actually did it not expecting money. That <laughs> when I got money, it took me a few days to actually be like, okay, now I have to start this business. But uh, to be honest, they have been... I've I've been blessed with the most supportive investors they grow you and it's not just about the money hey? and that's the thing with business it's you need people who believe in you who see your dream and who are going to push you to be better and they do that support me business wise in terms of all the resources that I need so it's been um, a building journey if I can say that
2: yeah probably transformational hey I think people exactly. are often just wondering about the bottom line and yet it's yes. not just about yeah. that yeah you need to I think b-
1: yeah yeah, people tend to underestimate and, and not see beyond exactly that the bottom line Um you need to to have a a good support structure and you need to have people who hold you accountable hey because that's what makes you a successful entrepreneur and they've done that um you know they 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 question your assumptions they challenge you but after that you realize you're becoming better and better at what you're doing so yeah and and they they make you see the bigger picture which is really really awesome
2: and and what would you what what advice would you give to anybody who's wanting to tackle doing this kind of thing in this country, like what are the things that you've learned that you could maybe save somebody else from doing?
1: Um, the 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 mobile salon or <laughs> Dragon's Den. Oh, no,
2: would, well, <laughs> probably, probably more just launching because a yeah, because it is it is quite a um, a competitive and yes. cutthroat industry. Yes. Um, what are some of the things that you've learned through your coaching and having those guys from Dragon's Den? Um, I think you need to have a viable idea. Uh, sometimes you get so attached to idea
1: Because it's my idea But it's not sellable You can't do anything with it So I think it's very, very important To question Will this work in the space that I'm in? Is there a market for it? Um, you really need that in order for you to even start And you need... Persistence You need to be persistent You need perseverance You need to be very, very strong um, It's a lonely journey But it is worth it So you need to believe in yourself Believe in your idea Because there are times When you will need to prove people wrong So if you don't have that You won't get very, very far So I really would say um, Have an idea that you know will work And also bounce it off people Don't mm. just you know be closed off to criticism Get criticism Refine that idea And then believe in it And persevere
2: Wow, okay, so wow, wow, wee, wee, wow, wow. Look, I'm busy getting my neck massaged. Uh, How how nice, how strong are her hands? They are so strong. At first I was like, whoa, (laughs) (laughs) go Sharon. (laughs) Cool, Uh, so it's been, I mean, what a wonderful hour of understanding how you can become more mindful. Um, Steve, encouraging you to commit to yourself, commit to everything that will possibly make you a calmer, happier, more peaceful human being. Charmaine, you're doing wonderful things. Um, Just from both of you, Steve, on your gateway courses, if that's what you call them, um, where can people find you, get hold of you, find out rates?
3: Fantastic. They're welcome to go to our website. It's lifedynamics.co.za. Or we'll call our office on 011-447-536-203 and get some more information. As I said, they're in Jo'burg, Cape Town, Durban, and London. So pop over to our website. It's Life Dynam- www.lifedynamics.co.ca. Awesome.
2: And your Twitter is at Dr. Dr. D-R-S-T-E-V-E-N-G-U-L-L-A-N.
3: Dr. Stephen Gullan.
2: Awesome. You. And Charmaine, where, where do we find out how we can book our next mobile treatment? What's the plan? Sure. Um you can visit our website, um three sixty
1: mobilesaloncoza um to make a booking. We're also on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook. Just search three sixty mobile salon, you'll find us. The number's three six oh. Three six oh yes. Three six oh not the words so just three okay. six oh mobile salon. Dot yes.
2: Awesome and then awesome. Instagram is at three six oh mobile. At three six oh
1: mobile underscore salon. Salon. Um, Twitter and Facebook, it's just at 360 mobile salon.
2: Awesome. awesome. Man, thanks so much guys. It's so cool to have you both in a completely different sector, mm-hmm. but helping people to just f- you know, invest in themselves, be a little bit happier for that day, for that mm. week, for that month. Um, obviously, you Steve, probably a little bit more of a long term happiness and peace. Mm. So keep going, keep doing what you're doing. And um, we hope to see even more awesome results from both of you. Thank you.
3: It was lovely Thank to you. be here.
2: Yeah, Thank awesome. So we me. will be back next week. Miss Pru, my darling. Oh, she can't oh, even. Yes. Are you awake? Hello. Look, I am. I am.
3: <laughs> I'm back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> She's loving the massage so much. Sharon, digging in there. So
0: amazing. Thank you so much, guys.
2: Awesome. We'll be back next week on Rookies and Rockstars Wednesday from 10 to 11. Bye.